and did Do it all again Race them in the sand Buck them in the mud Drip a cowboy's sweat Bleed a cowboy's blood I'm Zeke Thurston, 2016 World Champion Saddlebrock Rider, and you're watching the Pepper Stewart Show. You are. You're doing that. I'm not. I'm here. You're there looking, wondering why you got here, how you got here, and why you stumbled on this destination. That, my friends, is your fault and your fault only. But while you're here, uh, we're going to talk about some stuff. We got some stuff to talk about. Uh, the PBR Global Cup American Weekends coming up in March. We are going to be talking about that directly. We're going to be speaking with Stetson Wright, who will be uh, doing double duty there in the uh, Global Cup and the American. So we're talking about that. Get a little information from him. Uh, the I guess it's the Cow Power. That's what we're going to go with. Cow Power. Uh, event the N the NRCHA celebration of champions going down right now in Fort Worth, Texas. Check that out. We'll talk about that a little later on. Uh, beef prices. Have you bought beef lately? Maybe. Are you paying more? We'll tell you why or why not or whose fault it is. Uh, speaking of PBR uh, Global Cup and the American, there's going to be some ticket giveaways going down. So if you're not following. Uh, the Pepper Stewart Show on social media. That is your fault because tickets are going to be happening there for you. So we'll talk about that a little later. Um, are you a fan? We got. Some, are you are you a fan of calf fries? Because our odd news today is going to be insane. The odd the oddness has arose. So if you're a fan of calf fries, we're going to tell you about that. Um, have you been to the, Have you been to the uh, Catholic church? There's a nun on the run. Why? I don't know. Uh, have you received or requested your government crack pipe? We're going to tell you about that deal. Uh, there's an old, old pub in uh, Britain that's possibly closing. Uh, always message in a bottle, plus some good, some good old movie trailers and Netflix series for you to watch that we're going to tell you about because nobody else does. So we're going to get into that stuff. Uh, Daryl is here. Bronc riding Daryl is here from Daryl.com. Don't Google that because it'll go nowhere. Um, no. we've got some good stuff coming up for you. And before we dive into it and we throw Daryl in the hole, uh, PBR Global Cup, check it out. Are you going to be there? We're going to come back and talk about stuff. American Weekend is back March 5th with the Professional Bull Riders Global Cup and March 6th with the American Rodeo featuring a live concert performance from country music superstars Tim McGraw and Faith Hill. Tickets on sale now at SeatGeek.com. SeatGeek.com. Get your tickets. Be there or be round. <clears throat> Can't be square anymore, but it's 2022. There are no pronouns here. No, no, no. And we'll be there. We will be there. Daryl's here. Look, there's Daryl. What's he doing? Hello. I don't know. <laughs> it's just like, you told me there was Pendleton. I'm looking around. The bar's empty. Um, but hey, is what it is. So the PBR. <clears throat> yeah. Kind of excited. This is what year? How many years have we gone to the PBR now? A lot. Hmm. 
quite a few notes of the American, so it's the AT&T Stadium. Going to Jerry's World. There's always a great seat, and if you can't see the arena down there, just look up and you see the big screen. It's just as good. Yeah. I'm really interested. We could talk to Stetson a little bit and see how that's going to go down. Yeah, he's going to join us here momentarily, and we're going to discuss discuss that. I wonder if we should, should we get off into uh, some odd, we got some good odd news stuff, and then we got some random stuff uh, out here. Well, there's the nun. The nun on the run? We can always talk about the nun on the run. The nun, what happened to the nun on the run? I, I bet I've got, I bet amongst these papers I was handed briefly, like moments ago, somewhere in here there's going to be a story about a nun on the run, right? So let me ask you this. You look like you, you've gone to a couple of Catholic churches in your time. <laughs> I, uh, me? What would make you think that? I just, you strike me as a, uh, somebody's been struck with the ruler more than once. That latter part is, <laughs> might be correct. <laughs> I've stepped into a Catholic church once. Okay. So, you know how nuns are. They're supposed to be prim, proper, right? Yeah. And not having a almost a million-dollar gambling habit in Vegas. <laughs> you know what they say? What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. So an 80-year-old nun stole $800,000 to fund her gambling habit. <laughs> she just happens to be in jail now for a year and one day here in the United States. How much, wait, how much was that again? 800000 Damn near a million. You know how much fun we could have with $800,000 in Vegas? That's a lot of cash. Might last about four hours. What what I'm wondering, does it say how long she, over how many years she's scalping? It doesn't really say. She was sentenced for 12 months, but uh, she was ordered to pay restitution of $825,000. I guess this happened in California. Uh, Sister Mary Margaret, <laughs> principal a of St. James Catholic School in Torrance near Los Angeles. Torrance, you know, that's. Torrance, California, just right outside of L.A. Okay. You actually used to have an office there, believe it or not. She diverted 835000 out of school funds to pay for her gambling jaunts in Las Vegas. So she basically was making that three-hour drive back and forth to Vegas to L.A., right, dropping a couple hundred thousand dollars. But how long would it take her to go through almost a million dollars in penny slots? Well, that's what I'm wondering. What, what was she playing? What, what, that, we, need, we need more information on this story. We need to know... What games was she playing? What was what was her was her was she playing blackjack? Was she pulling hat? Pull, she pulling the? Did we show the picture levers? of her? Did we show the picture of her? Oh yeah, I, I can't see this woman <laughs> sitting at a high end poker table. No, right? I, I just can't see it. That looks like every woman sitting at the slot machines at Windstar. I, I, sw <laughs> I swear to God, I a cigarette. Yeah, yeah, the cheap wine. Yeah, and you know I've probably seen her at the Bellagio. Right? Sitting there just feeding the penny thing over and over. <laughs> yeah. So, and then yelling at the woman because she's not bringing her drink, and then yelling at the Chinese woman next to her to move over. She's encroaching in her space. Oh, yeah. But I, <laughs> that's pretty crazy, right? So, <clears throat> she's been a good teacher over a decade. Okay. I guess that didn't help out much, though. Uh, yeah, but... Uh, Maybe she's one of those, you know, one of those, like uh, we have in Washington that is... Don't do as I do, do as I say. <laughs> I mean, I don't know, but it's like, how would you explain that? Be like, Grandma, you stole my inheritance and you lost it in Vegas. So what happened to her? What did they do to her? I guess they arrested her. She got her a year. She got busted. Yeah, she a has year? to pay restitution back. Yeah, pretty good, right? Give me $800,000, I'll blow it, and then go on vacation for a year? Yeah. 
That's, how, how do I become a nun? Uh, dude, I think you're shot. <laughs> you're not going to become a nun like she's going to become a nun. That ain't happening. It's 2022. I've seen I've seen those videos. You know, I can be uh, no, that, nun-like, right? That's nun-ish. Nunish, okay. You know, we're the little thing. Yeah. 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 Give me a ruler, yeah. I'll hit people with it. I mean. Well, you know, you know what? Never mind. I was fixing to go. <laughs> she could have had something else going on in Vegas involved rulers and the, she the Catholic might. nun thing, but I'm gonna she go might. for she, that one. She may have. Quit maybe, laughing. <laughs> maybe in her younger days, that's what she was you know, you never know. She could have made that money up really quick in Vegas with the ruler problem. Maybe that's what drove her to be in the and what's Catholic. The, what's nun. a habit? What's the top called? Is the habit splashdown? So, you know, you can take pictures. There's all kinds of people yeah. want to take pictures. Huh. She could be right over there with Spider-Man and Iron oh, Man yeah. and the... Uh, uh, Tiger King. There you go. Tiger yep. King's up there. He's there. They can all be there. Lordy, lordy, lordy. But she's in trouble. <laughs> District Judge Otis D. Wright, we're going to be talking to another right here in a little bit, uh, told her that he had wrestled of what to do with her <laughs> and acknowledged she's been a good teacher for many decades. But somewhere along the line... She just ran completely off the road, obviously. <laughs> I think you understand that, and I hope you will. <laughs> you do, too. Um, so that's when he sent it to her. But I, uh, all she had to say is, I have sinned, I have broken the law, and I have no excuses. And 7-Eleven, baby. Yep. <laughs> she just rolled, rolled them dice, went to the red room, took her licks, and she's back at it. Oh, she said she violated her vows and commitment, uh, commitments, uh, the law above. She sacred trust and so many other places, blah, 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 blah. So she's trying to make up for it, but I think she has her own little room coming up. Hail Marys. I know we do some Hail Marys, drink some wine. I don't know how that works. How does that work? I wonder over there. You know. Also, can we, can we count how many commitments she broke? Well, it, it depends. Is it one big bet? Did she go in there one day and just lay it all on the line and say, like, Put it all on red for his blood, right? And, yeah. yeah. And yeah. it came up black. It's like, yes. Yes to all the above. There so, you go. And it, like, the question is, am I going for hell for joking about this? Moral to the story <laughs> is, so. the, moral, the moral to the story is, eventually your sins will catch up with you. Yes. As did hers. I think it was the whole city, though, Sin City. Well, that happens. Speaking of sin and, and being in the city, there was... There was some guys that were walking on a trail, okay? Okay. Or girls walking on this trail. And they found a, what they considered to be a deceased female. And looking at it, they was like, look, I think we found a dead hooker. So they called the Jones County Sheriff's deputies, and they responded to the body being located on a trail in Hitch, Hitch Chick, what the heck is that called? Hitch, Hitchica? The deputies observed what appeared to be the body of a deceased female wearing white socks. Um, their crack team, speaking of crack, and the government will get that later. Uh, investigators arrived on scene with Deputy Matthew Dennis, who quickly recognized the body to actually be a life size doll, complete, look at that, complete with accessories. Turn that back over there. <laughs> I missed that. Did you miss that shot? It was a life-size doll, complete with accessories and and a model number. But that, if you look at that, you're like, dang, it's a dead body. That, she's like, hey. <laughs> so so the, sh the sheriff's yeah. office said in the post 
They, they named the doll Selena, which where they came up with that name, I have no idea. That's bad racist. Cho- bad choice of names. Um, said she was a little under the weather, but has been having a nice day and expected to make a full recovery. But then in all seriousness, they said, you know, thank God it was a doll, not a real person. Just turned out to be a case of littering and not a murder. They did say, if you do know her, Selena, or responsible for her whereabouts, rest assured, no DNA was collected and you are safe. Okay, you know what? You didn't have to go there <laughs> the last part. But. But, in, but in the future, make sure you dispose of, of your items in the correct way. I'm just wondering how that happened. Who threw that so out there? I, Okay, so let's let's think this back. I don't I personally have never gone online to try to purchase said large dolls, life size doll like that. But I could only assume that that is not cheap. Right. So that's probably a few thousand dollars there, right? So mm-hmm. I bet you it was stolen. Okay. Right? And then somebody had it, and then they realized that somebody's had it, <laughs> and then they dumped it. Yeah. That's the only logical explanation, because why would you throw away something like that? And Unless it was a lover that was upset that... Maybe he was upset with her. I, I don't know, but... Maybe she was not communicative. Well, she probably didn't talk, which is very odd, because most women duck your ear off. But that's what... That would be, you know, looked looked for. Did you see that very look she just gave us? Holy cow. <laughs> that's what they would but look for. She's going to throw a microphone at you here in a second. But I, that's just, I, yeah, I don't know. It's crazy. I'm and glad you, the sheriff's office had an opportunity to play with it. Oh, I was thinking oh, I bet they did. Obviously, these people have never seen a dead body. A lot of people haven't seen a dead body yeah. outside of a uh, funeral home. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. And I'm already getting yelled at by my wife, too, now. <laughs> Holy cow, I can't get away from any of this stuff. <laughs> Did you? Yeah. Okay. You... I'm sorry, honey. I, I forgot. <laughs> All right, hold on. Did you say how much the doll cost? Uh, I didn't. Does it have a price on there? Uh, well, on on our online stream here, we've got it. We've got, Google it. We've, we've got Where's our crack team at? Well, we've got a watcher that's watching the show live. For those of you okay. that watch live, no, you can, you can live chat us into the Facebook Live, which that's why we have always been the one and only live stream around the world interactive talk show since talk shows happened back in 2012 before rfd ripped me off well they didn't rip me off they i just didn't want to pay the money they asked for so they're like you know what you're not paying the money we're just going to do the same thing you're doing same time every week because you're not going to pay us hundred fifty thousand. i'm glad you made that soapbox smaller this week it happens <laughs> so anyway here's what we got all right somebody comment on the live stream Daryl says he's never gone online to see one, then quotes the exact price of the doll. I didn't quote a price. Well, they're saying you quoted a price. Did I quote a price? $1,000. I said a few thousand dollars, probably. Yeah. So How much are they? they? Well, I don't know, but they're just saying. Did they tell us a price? They didn't say a price, but Can they you said. Tell- <laughs> yes, tell us a full-size sex doll. Yes. Well, you saw the photos. <laughs> you dodo. <laughs> you know, what kind of producer are you? You don't even have our back on anything here. Uh, She's really fixing to throw something at us. Oh, wouldn't be the first time either. But nah, they're not. They're they're pretty cheap. Really? Um, they're about four hundred bucks. Okay, so you can get one of those dolls for about four hundred dollars. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I figured they'd be a lot more. Well, um, you would think. But well, okay. There is there. there <laughs> <laughs> depends, on the <laughs> depends on the accessories you want, I guess. <laughs> there there are a few that are uh, for sale for about two thousand dollars. So Daryl. Wow. You were right on the money. Uh-oh, your wow. phone's going off. Yeah, I'm in trouble again. Like, <laughs> your how, do you know <laughs> like, like, how do you know this? That's like, funny. 
we've been with each other for how many years now? It's like it's, re it's research. Show research. He's doing research. It's all research. Just doing research. Yeah, Search sure. browser history. Right. Research. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, let's do some more weird stuff. We got some. Uh, I guess before we get into more weird stuff, and they wonder what happened to what they're watching, um, the cow power. Cow power. Where's that? Okay. It's going on right now in Fort Worth. If you if you want to go to uh, the Coliseum, not the Stockyards Coliseum, to Will Rogers, go there and check this out. I may run over there next week, see what's going on. The Cow Power uh, event is going down. They are the title sponsor of the event for the Celebration of Champions that the NCHRA is doing. Um, they jumped on the deal. Cow Power Quarter Horses, which is based... In Bell Parks Ranch in Midland, Texas, and in Fort Worth, is a family-run operation producing quality performance horses in rain and reining cow horse and cutting, as well as working on the ranch. So it's kind of an all-around horse. So that is going on over there. They've been at it for a while. Have you ever uh, rode a reining horse? Uh, yes. They're See, different. I have never had the opportunity. And I'd probably fall off, but they're they're all different. Uh, I guess it's all on the styles and and your uh, what you're ready for, but it's all different. Like everything else, kind of sort of just like just like <laughs> the uh, just like the American and the Global Cup. Two of the best coming together, right? So you got the top bull riders in the world. And then you have the top contestants in the world. That's right. Coming in. And we got one of those right here. Do we now? We do. We got Stetson. We got Stetson right. We do? I think so. She <laughs> <laughs> she's over there Googling. Yeah. Googling Stetson right right now. No, I think she was Googling dolls. But oh, there's there's that he must be on the road. I think he's headed to extreme. I think he's headed to that extreme bulls deal. What is going on? Not much. What are you guys up to? Where where are you headed? You're in the, you look like you're in a truck. Where are you going? Lufkin, Texas. Extreme Bulls. You going to take JB's money? Try. <laughs> <laughs> I I seen the lineup for that deal. I was like, man, that's going to be a heck of a show right there. You know, he drove right past us. He should have just stopped in. Should have stopped in on the way, I guess. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so, so we've got we've got the uh, the world champ himself, Stetson Wright. Yeah. yeah. Bronc riding, bull riding. <clears throat> Rough stock, he's got it covered. You got Try, I guess you're trying to break, uh, you're going to knock uh, working on Todd Murray's record, I guess, being all around. Bring it back yeah, to something the, like that. Bring, <laughs> it back to the, bring it back to the rough stock end. That's the plan. All right. What do you got? Well, here? Trevor had it for so long yeah. that we kind of needed to get it back over the rough stock side. There's like everybody's roping all the time. Let's, let's have somebody ride something. <clears throat> so I was going to. I was given a list of questions that I'm supposed to ask you, but I'm sorry, that just doesn't work because, well, first of all, I can't read this writing. It's too damn small. <laughs> anyway, so tell me about, okay, so you're on Team Eagle? Yes. Team Eagle. So uh, who all are you riding with? Are you guys, have you guys kind of sat down and put everything together? I guess you got Chase, you got Boudreaux, Mason. Yeah. You're the yeah, only non-Texas guy in the group. How did you get to this group? Shoot, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> get my hands shut a few times, I guess. See, I thought he would fit better up on the Team Wolves there because up in Utah. Yeah. But that would have been good. Right. So 
I know we're supposed to be talking about the PBR here and thing, but let's talk about the American. So <clears throat> did you qualify for the American or were you invited this year? So I, I was an invite, I guess, because of the world standings from last year after the NFR. Right, right. So, you, so you're, you're really not up for that addition, the, the extra money, right? Then if you no. try and win everything this year? Nope, I wish I was, but. Heck, if you got a straight invite, though, I'd be excited for the invite alone. <clears throat> now, going into the American also, so, you, well, you just came out for the NFR, so you already got on some of the top bucking horses around from between Stace and Calgary and all those guys. But when you go rolling into the American and how Randy Bernard used to set the American up with everything he does, a, uh, what do you think when you go into the stock side? Do you think it's an even stronger stock going into the American? Do you think the stock is better at the NFR? Uh, I mean, they're pretty much the same. Like, he Stewart makes sure that he brings the top horses and bulls there. And if he doesn't know who has the top horses, he'll, I guess, hand it to a guy like Cody Lambert or Cody Rostocki to make sure the best stock comes in. So the stock there at the American is just as good as that the NFR, in my opinion. I do. And then, of course, Heath, you know, We'll probably see a bunch of frontier horses come rolling in there, but uh, yeah, Heath, of course, he puts on a puts on a good bunch of horses to start with. <clears throat> on the bull side, what do you think about the bulls? You pretty excited about that one as well? Oh yeah, I'm really excited. They always bring buckers. Um, Sam Andrews always brings a bunch. Heath Stewart, Chad Berger. I mean, it's just they have the best bulls, and it's a dogfight to win the bull riding. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we got to ask you two generic questions, and this is just the typical thing. So what is your favorite little rodeo or small rodeo, and then what's your favorite big rodeo? Um, besides besides NFR and circuit finals and all that stuff. Yeah, so Cheyenne is definitely probably one of my favorite big rodeos. And, I mean, there's a lot of little rodeos, mostly the ones in Utah. But, you know, I actually have a story with him, and he doesn't even realize it. Uh-oh. Cheyenne this year, matter of fact. Yeah. First go-around horse, I necked his horse for him. Uh-oh. And he come back, and he was smiling, and he walked over, and he gave me a fist bump before he got to the bucking shoots. And then, of course, <laughs> Stace got him. So, see there? <laughs> yep. I got a story, he doesn't even know it. <laughs> 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 and then, of course, I went back for the replay, and I figured that night, we yeah. was after after the concert, and we were sitting back at the the house and uh we pulled it up on the cowboy channel yeah and i'm like let's watch the replay and then i was like waiting for the fist bump and they cut us out and i was like <laughs> i was like that would be about right the only time i get a fist bump and then damn it <laughs> <laughs> what else you got lay something on him everything so when you're tra you travel on the road you're a family man now you got your little one with you uh who when you're on the road who really travels with you um, I've always traveled with my older brother, Ryder, and then for a little bit of the year last year, I traveled with, um, Kai Hamilton, and now that it's my little brother's rookie year, I think he's going to go a little bit with me, but to where I do two events, I get stuck by myself sometimes doing a lot of driving. <laughs> yeah. So when you're, when you're riding with your brothers and you're going, you know, to the events, of course, you are competing in the same thing. Do you guys ever have any... A little side bets going or you know kind of who's going to do what going on 
Uh, I mean, I always try to tell him I'll, I'll beat him, but a lot. So, but we we always have our, I guess, friendly rivals against each other, but or brotherly. Yeah. Right. Um, but our little brother, he he likes to do it a lot more than we've ever done it. He he likes to tease us all. Yeah. And now with with the with the new, you know, you're talking about the American or the American, and with uh, you know, with thing, things changing with RFD and and Teton Ridge, does does that make a difference going into it, or does it change your your mindset going in, or it's just another rodeo headed out there to uh, bring some checks? I mean, like looking at it right now, yeah, it is a bigger rodeo than most of us have ever been to, but I normally don't do good when I look at something when it's bigger than what it really is. I'm going to treat it like I do every rodeo and hope I, hope that win. Yep. So speaking of road, you know, you guys are on the road a lot and we always like, we always like to know, of course, the, the fans always want to know, you know, when you're on the road and you're riding, you're spending a lot of time, you know, in the vehicles and you got a snack on the way. So when you're loading up to head down the road, what are your road snacks that you got to pack your go-to road snack on the road? Um, I'm kind of a garbage guy, so I, I like all kinds of candy, but <laughs> definitely Red Bull. That's one thing that I really like. I don't let myself have it as much as I'd like, but it's dang for sure a treat. <laughs> all right. And then when you get when you get back home, when you get back up north there to Utah and you're you're off the road for a day or two and you want to sit back at the house and, and relax, maybe fire up the grill, cook out something. Uh, what are you throwing down on that grill? We're going with chicken, we're going beef, how are we going? I'm ready every time. All right, go 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 with the best, right? Heck yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Good deal. All right. Well, we know you're on the road. We know you're busy. Whenever you're headed headed out to uh, go pick up some more checks before you get back up up to North Texas for uh, for the PBR Global Cup and for the uh, American, brought to you by Teton Ridge Durango Boots. Uh, go ahead and throw out uh, throw out some of your sponsors to kind of help you get up down the road. Uh, Dangshire Express Ranches, they've helped from the beginning of my career, um, Wrangler, Yeti, PD, or TXS, sorry, um, Resist All Hats, I mean, all of them, and, um, I mean, there's a lot of, that aren't with me now, but I've had a really good sponsors over the years, and, but Express, Yeti, and Wrangler have been the ones from the beginning and i appreciate them all right well we appreciate you uh taking time to visit with us you know the world champion himself stetson Wright, uh dropping in let us know what's going on and uh we'll be looking forward to seeing you here in arlington at the uh, pbr global cup and the uh the american brought to you by durango boots how many times are you going to get Sweet. that in <laughs> all right well, we'll see you there thanks stetson all right we'll see you you got to throw them out, right? When they pay the bills, you got to pay the bills, right? <laughs> the lights don't stay on for free. Right, okay. <clears throat> especially, right. That, especially that chandelier. Is that chandelier? You know how much that chandelier out there costs? Too much. I'm not I'm not going to bet any money or okay. save money on anything because I already got in trouble for a... a um, Hookers? A, a sex doll. Oh. Now, <laughs> goodness gracious. But, okay, so we talk with Stetson and give him a little bit of a hard time. But, okay, let's jump in here. So... <clears throat> we got the teams. We got one, two, three, four, five, six teams. Yep. So we got two American teams. We got the Team Eagles, 
which is the one Stetson's on, yeah. which is odd because it's literally all Texas bull riders, and then we have Stetson. So I'm not sure how that one worked out. We got the Team Wolves. Yeah. We got Stetson Lawrence. Uh, yeah, Keyshawn. Keyshawn Cannon, Cody, and Dakota Lewis. Yeah. A, uh, they're all from up that area where he's from. Yeah. So I don't understand how they didn't kind of swap that around. Well, the team, well, the team, well, is, is the Wolves team is supposed to be. It's supposed to be the Native, Native American Americans. team. Yeah. Right. But it's still Utah. But, but maybe he's Native American. Either. Okay. Then you got the team Aussies. Mm -hmm. Those are from Australia. Are they really? Yeah. Wasn't too sure. I thought they were all from Outback. <laughs> I thought like one was a cook and a couple of waiters or something. They got that blooming onion. They're going to bring it with them. Right. <laughs> uh, TBC rider to be a, what's that supposed to mean? They're going to add one to the list there eventually or something? When they released it, they weren't sure who it was going to be. Okay. Then we got Team Brazil. Yeah. Which, that's South America. Is it? Yeah. Okay. I got to figure out my geography. <laughs> is that the one that's over by Alaska on the no, map? No, it's further south. Yeah. Okay. Where it's hotter. Hotter. More sun, less snow. They're kind of stacked up, aren't they? Yeah. That's going to be tough. That I had to tell them, but Team Brazil, with the lineup they've got here, if you buck off anywhere else, you're in trouble. Mm-hmm. We got Team Canada. <clears throat> Has some north. pretty good riders on it. Then we got Team Mexico. That's south again. Is it? That's still North America, though. Yeah. I was informed that today as well. <laughs> so you got Ross Coleman as a coach. Right. Right. And then you got Ryan Dirt Eater. Yeah. And you got Troy Dunn, of course. He better be the coach for uh, Australia, right? Right. Uh, Robson mm -hmm. is over for Brazil, and you got Tannen Breyer. Tanner Byrne? Is it Byrne? Byrne, yeah. Byrne. He's Canadian, right? Canadian, eh? He's from Prince Albert, Whoa. Saskatchewan. I wonder if he has Prince Albert in a can. I don't know, but you know what? <laughs> we want to take a break, or do we want to roll into our next story? I think we've got a we've got a tune. We've got a tune to throw out to you guys. Uh, a little song to check out from the Sunny Cowgirls. Uh, they're going to sing you a song, and then when they come back, um, we come back, we'll talk about more stuff. <laughs> well, and it's <laughs> going to involve the lack of Prince Albert. Yes. There we go. My father is a farmer, and my mother is his wife. They're going to be covered in dirt and dust for the rest of their whole lives. My brother started FIFO and my sister found a spouse. Mum said to me, you better stop hanging around the house. And my dad just asked me, what are you going to do when your mum and me get tired of a free load like you? I said, I'm going to meet a cowboy down in the grass with the good old cows down. Good old 
my type, smell of horses and whiskey, and he'll keep me warm at night. So I packed up all my things and I took my parents' car, headed up the highway looking like a movie star. Yeah, Hemsworth kind of cowboy, that's who I'm gonna meet. I keep looking through those paddocks till I run up on my feet. Yeah, I'm gonna meet a cowboy. Down in the grass with the good old cows, down with the good old cows. Gonna meet a cowboy. Down in the grass with the good old cows, down with the good old cows. Gonna meet me a cowboy. Down in the grass with the good old cows, down with the good old cows. Gonna meet a cowboy. Down in the grass with the good old cows, down with the good old cows. All right. Speaking of the Global Cup PBR coming at you, we got a little tune right there from Down Under, Australia. Enjoy that. Check them out. Look them up on the internet. They have a lot more songs than that. Cute bunch. There you go. I know a lot of girls down from Australia. We have uh, quite a few that rodeo with us. Are they uh, riding Bronx? Yes, they are. Oh, they yeah. are Bronx riding Aussies. What is going on with the, the women's Bronx riding? What is happening? Well, we got an event this weekend come up in Dickinson, North Dakota. It's going to be a little cold. I just want to put it that way. Uh -huh. um, so we got a whole bunch of ladies that are coming in. And this is tour stop. I want to say it's tour stop number three for the Badlands region, which okay. is that part of the United States. Uh, and they're qualifying for Team USA All right. for the Women's World Finals. That'll be during the Cheyenne Frontier Days this year. Well, there you so, go. And we might even have some of the Canadian girls dropping down, but... You know, all the Canadian laws right now and all this whole vaccine and stuff is really putting a damper in in the rodeo business. It's 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 crazy. You know, speaking of, of all that, you know, I had some people call me. They called again today about um, GPS, truck GPS, mm -hmm. putting GPSs in your truck Yep. to know where all your trucks are going all the time. I have it. And I was like, you want a GPS in your truck? I'm like, no, I don't need that. I got a government-issued GPS already. Please do tell. Like, what? I said, yes. I, I, got, I got the jab. I've got my GPS tracker right there in my arm. They know where I'm at all the time. What do I need in my truck? And pay for it. What number are you up to? 11. 11. 11. I got GPS in all my trucks. I'm like, yeah, I got GPS in there. So I also got the little alerts yeah. that tell me it goes off. And I have it set at 10 o'clock at night, and my wife hates it because at 10 o'clock at night, she knows she's going to have to look at the alarm clock. Yeah. Just my phone starts beeping at 10 o'clock every night, and she knows what time it is. And the dogs do too. So all the dogs, you don't want to go outside and pee, and we go to bed. There you go. That reminds me of the old days. In the old days when I used to watch the news, but now you have the news coming to you where it's like, internet, it's 10 o'clock. Do you know where your truck is? I mean, that's how it used to be when the news came on. It's 10 o'clock. Do you know where your children are? Or coming soon. They all almost died. Tonight at 10. Tonight at 10. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. I mean, they had that buildup. Yeah. That was a cool thing about the 70s, 80s, and 90s. There was always that buildup for the yeah. news. You're like, yeah. Do you eat calf fries? Find out in 15 minutes. Yeah. So I'm like, well, what about calf fries? Yeah, what happened? I Do I eat calf fries? Am I going to die? 
Right? What is, is going somebody on? else going to die when they eat these calf fries? They might. I don't know, but we got to wait. Are you, are you a big fan of calf fries? Do you eat calf fries? No, I don't. I, I, I never have been. And I can't. I cannot eat those. You know, I've, I've worked enough. I work enough cows, you know, in my lifetime and even today. And, you know, there's there's guys out there that they'll collect them up. You know, we'll, we'll uh, offer them up. They'll collect them, get a bag full. There's even some guys that will just take them, split them, throw them on the fire and eat them right there while we're working. And I'm just like, I, I there's not it. enough beer. I'm sorry. There's not enough beer or whiskey because we've, you know, we've worked on the ranch yeah. for years and years. You're, you know, right. We cut them and throw them out there and the dogs will fight over them. And then I mean, I, it's like, I know what that is. I, I know it's 2022 and you can, you know, do whatever you want to do, be what you want to be, say what you want to say, but I, I still can't eat that. I just, I can't do it. <clears throat> well, I tell you what, after this story, you're not going to want to do it either. Why is that? So <laughs> police arrested seven men, including the suspect in his 60s, linked to a bizarre castration, castration cult. A what? A castration cult. Like working cows? No. So they had this thing set up on live stream, pay-per-view live stream where they were having somebody castrate them. And then basically they were cooking meals, like gourmet what? meals. Okay. And the guy that started this whole thing up, he was, he goes by the name Eunuch Maker. <laughs> I, bet, I bet he is. <laughs> so a group was likely inspired by an asexual Japanese artist, Mayo, I can't even say that last thing. Um, who had his penis and testicles surgically removed Whoa. nine years ago at the age of 23 to serve as a meal to five guests as an exclusive banquet. He later had his nipples cut off as well. Wow. So we've thrown out a disclaimer for this story. <laughs> yeah. <or what? laughs> yeah. So the Met Police re you know, revealed the raid on this property up in North London, spent three days of removing laptops, computers, and other items in plastic evidence bags. Whoa. It was all alleged that the removal of body parts were carried out in the basement flat and screen. Everything was being screened on a pay-per-view basis via adult channel boosted on that Twitter account. That's why I don't have Twitter. There's just crazy stuff out there. I wonder what they charge for that. I don't know. But so this other gentleman, he was he was selling tickets to his banquet for, uh, I believe it was 800 pounds a person. What? To come to the banquet where they would be receiving this. So eight hundred pounds, and eight hundred pounds American probably about a thousand dollars. Yeah, if not just a little bit more. Yeah. With the exchange rate. Yep. So a thousand thousand twelve hundred dollars a plate to go in there. Yeah, it's just pretty sick. But they sound this is a, a growing trend. What? Which is really bad. It's called the Newell, and it's a movement growing and proper recently with people that consider themselves basically uh, non-binary, non I guess is the correct term. Is it non-binary? Is it non-binary, so. right? Yeah. It's, you're not either, you're Just not male or female. Basically, whatever you want to be. They're kin dolls. Oh, okay. Which I have a lot more questions about this now <laughs> just because I'm kin doll. Quit laughing over there. I'm trying to get through this thing. A... Uh, but yeah, they're actually having this surgically done and removing everything, and it's smooth. And they're called <laughs> smoothies. 
<laughs> so that's their cult name. Basically, they go smoothies. And there's an estimated 10 to 15,000 of these smoothies worldwide because of this whole phenomenon about oh, no. the sexuality. You, you know, you male, female, binary, non-binary. Bi is that like a computer guy, a binary? Like computer I, I would think, but I, I think it's just pretty crazy. But there's subcults within this cult, and man, it just gets too heavy for me to read because I thought we were a family-friendly show, and our producer keeps giving me stuff like this to read. <laughs> they are garnished, <laughs> garnished with mushrooms and parsley. Let's not even get into that one. What? Because this is insane. Who? I, but I mean, you know, I've, I'm just like if but if that's what you want to do, twelve hundred dollars a plate. Well, I need to start charging more for people to come to the Brandons. Right. Well, in and other news, surging beef prices <laughs> hard to stomach for U.S. shoppers. <laughs> Employee at the Union Meat Company in Washington, Washington D.C. prepares for ground meat for customers. This uh, is meat's getting out of getting out of price, right? So cattle no, work's going up. No wonder they're eating those. Oh, well, you know what? And when you're hungry, what happens after you're hungry? Huh? Yeah. Or what makes you hungry? I guess smoking it's, crack. It's def definitely not huevos. I know that. Okay. Do they call those? Do they? I thought they was gonna call them guys Los Huevos. They lost their huevos. Dumb, dumb. Um, but yeah, so beef is high. Beef is high right now. If you've been to the, if you've been to the store, you've been buying stuff. You're like, man, why is it so ridiculously priced? It's insane. Well, you know that's what happens when what's happening right now happens. You got all these, you know, all the like Canada's having with you know with the trucks and stuff. The trucks can't go here. They can't go there because all these government regulations and stuff. And so yeah. It's just supply and demand. When the demand is high, the supply is low, prices go up. So that's kind of what happens. Um, it does. As always, as always, though, you can jump online and look, you know, go to your local, your local farm and ranch, your local ranching community, and you can always get some fresh grass-raised farm fresh beef from a local yes. farmer. By local. Because I, I see that, you know, I haven't, I don't think I bought, I don't think I've bought beef at a store in I don't know how many years, but I do see the stores the things. I'm like, man, this is ridiculous because, okay. Our, when we go out and we pack our own beef, uh, if you were to break it down, a pound of hamburger meat probably cost us after say, say if you were to price your calf and price your processing and all that stuff, you might, you might be paying three fifty, three fifty a pound, maybe $4 a pound. And when I say $3.54 a pound, I'm talking ground beef. I'm talking steaks. I'm talking ribs. I mean, everything across the board is about $4 a pound, $4.50 a pound. So you're talking about your T-bones, your steaks, everything. So if you're looking to save some money, get some, uh, know where your food comes from, go local. There's lots of them out there. Get on Facebook, lots of Facebook groups for, for that local stuff and uh, do it. Okay, so that's going local. Now let's yep. get, let's talk government wise. Okay, what have you bought from your government or requested from your government lately? I know. So twenty twenty, we had the uh, the COVID relief checks that they sent you, and then they took it back out in your taxes the next year. <laughs> oh, better yet, <laughs> they sent me a check, and then I got a bill. Yeah, the other day mm -hmm. for all of it back. Oh yeah, they want it back. I'm like. 
And then they're threatening to put a levy on me. I'm like, you send me one bill and then you're like, it's just a loan. That's loaning your own money. It's back. like, and they didn't give me that much money to start with. And then they're like, hey, can we have our $600 back? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, are you well, all hurting that bad? Well, when I got that, when I got those checks, we got those checks in the mail for that COVID relief, whatever. I was like, I don't want it. Can I just, can I send it back? Because I, I know how you guys work and you're going to be coming back after it. And sure enough, they come back after. Well, what I think it is, is they started giving away too many crack pipes. What? Government issued crack pipes. How do you so, get on the list for that? Do you not get on the list? Well, let's find out. How okay. do you get on the list? I don't know. How do we do that? With the new government programs out, allegedly giving out crack pipes as part of the new program, the Department of Health and Human Services is looking at a grant to that's basically just shy of $30 million distributed throughout the substance abuse and mental health services. So instead of let's try to get them some help and spend yeah. some money, how about we just give them some more crack pipes so they're smoking clean mm. crack pipes? Yeah. Right? I guess. That's pretty crazy, right? Much like the headline caught your attention, so is the deep dive down the rabbit hole. And here's what I'm able to research and get a better understanding of what the actual plan is about. Yeah. So this plan, this this... This well well written article here that you can find on Um What we were able to find out was they did. It's part of a uh, safe safe bill they're doing. Okay, and this bill is <laughs> is is meant for uh, the underprivileged communities. So the whole point of this safe smoking kits is to send to your underprivileged uh, communities. They call it, something. let me find it in here, they call it something, they try to make it sound special, <laughs> but it don't. Uh, what's, what's, where the heck's it? There's somewhere in this story. Oh, it's called the, it's Executive Order. It's Executive Order. If you want to Google it, it's 13985, because I did that, because I want to make sure. Um, they issued this January 21st, it's called the Advancing Racial Equity and Support for Undeserved Communities Through the Federal Government. So you go, okay, well, what does that mean? So if you go to Section 2 to the definitions, that's what it tells you. The purpose of order means it's for systemic, fair, just, and impartial treatment of all individuals, including those who belong to the community, such as Black, Latino, Indigenous, and Native American persons, Asian Americans, Pacific Islanders, other persons of color, members of religious minorities, including lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, and queer, LBGTQ plus persons, and people with disabilities. So and if smoothies. you fit, if you fit in any of those, you can get your government government issued smoke kit. Well, it's not just the safe smoke kit; it also includes the safe sex kit. Oh, yeah. That's on As page well, two. right? Which provides condoms and stuff, which that's stuff they probably should be getting out there. <laughs> but, but the safe smoke kit includes mouthpieces, syringes, and re related paraphernalia. And then you see what what they're for. That's page two. Page, I'm this, was, this, was such, this was such an interesting deep dive down the rabbit hole to look up stuff. I was just like, this is so insane. Got to put it to paper. Mm. Yeah. Uh-huh. So they got mouthpieces, which is the most important part of the kit. Kit. A cut spark plug fits nicely into a stem to prevent you from getting cut or burnt or infected lips from HCV exposure. You got rubber bands to wrap on there. You got 
antibiotic ointment for your sores. You got alcoholic wipes for your mouthpieces, your pipes. You got antiseptic towelettes, which are used to clean your hands off and your john if you are doing work. That's this. This is what is in the freaking bill. This is what is in the kits. Hey, but they give them vitamin C and E. Oh, yeah. <laughs> for, to help so fatigue. Get something good in there. That helps their fatigue and crashing. Maybe they don't have fatigue and crashing, so quit smoking crack. Oh, goodness gracious. What is this world coming <laughs> but to? I was, it was, you know, I saw, that's what I saw. I saw the story about government issued crack pipes. I was like, there's no way they're doing this. It can't be. So deep down the rabbit hole, I went all day and I was like, this is so insane. Got to put a pen to paper. You know, bad thing is, instead of just saying it's in people who need it, they got to break it out and say yeah. this is for certain communities. It's like, yeah. Just say it's for all communities that have problems. Yeah, there's just as much white trash crackheads as there is yep. black trash crackheads. That's I don't it. know why they got to label one and the other. There's all a bunch of crackheads. So right. help them all out. But just, yeah, if let's just, give them some treatment instead of sending them free syringes <laughs> and yeah. lick balm and a uh, vitamin C. Well, I did, I did, uh, I did see the the story of the day in California where uh, they were telling you if you do live in California, those of you watching in California, I'm sure a few of you do, um, where they have told you that they've come up with a solution for the homeless population, and that is open your door, let them in the house. Hmm. You got an extra room? Put some homeless folks in. Bring them into the house. We'll leave them outside on the street. So that's how California is going to cure their homeless problem sure. <laughs> i have family in california and unfortunately we'll call them up how many homeless people they got no <laughs> i guarantee they don't but <laughs> unfortunately I, I love my family uh, i love to visit my family and i enjoy all my trips to california i used to go to california almost monthly yeah and don't do it anymore nope. just because it's so great and I'm like, let, let them in the house. What are you going to, there's people I know I won't stay in my house. I have to agree with you on that one. <laughs> Much less people that there's a lay down the street that I don't know. People ask me, can I mail you something? Sure. Here's my P.O. box number. Yeah. Oh, you don't have a physical address? Nope. Nope. Live in a P.O. box. That's right. <laughs> Send it to the Send P.O. It. box. We're good. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Um, what else we got? We got, let's do one movie. Tra let's do one movie trailer right quick. And then we'll talk about some more of these odd stories. Uh, the movie trailer, let's do, which I, there's one of these I've seen, one I haven't seen. I have not seen uh, The Weekend Away, which is, I guess, a mother who visits Creosha. Creosha? Did I say that? <coughs> You're the one telling the story now. I don't know. Creosha? Creosha? I don't know. It's, it's not here. I'll tell you that. It's, they're not here. They're somewhere else. She visits her best friend named Kate. Uh, this uh, trailer shows how she becomes a suspect in her friend's murder. After her friend's found dead after a night out, she says it wasn't her, and with the help of her Uber driver, it is an edge-of-the-seat thriller that follows two best friends on their vacation gone awry. Uh, after one goes missing, the other one says they didn't do it. I don't know. See this Weekend Away trailer, and you tell me what happened. We're still in Croatia. It's beautiful. Two weekends away with best friends. <laughs> Are you missing mommy? I'm so tired, I just want to go to bed. It took me months to convince you to come away. Who knows when we're going to do it again.
Did you lose something? My friend. You think it was an accident? Let's start with the details. Several people saw you and Kate argue. Come on, let's relive our misspent youth. I'm married. Relax, it'll be an adventure. You just gotta come home. I can't. The police have taken my passport. You didn't argue with Kate hours before she died. Bitch! It wasn't an argument. Your story keeps changing. What does that mean? They say you're a suspect in Kate's murder. to find out the truth i have to charge you for the two extra guests what are you saying he's connected to organized crime you think i killed kate i don't know who to believe oh my god you didn't think we'd find out Is there anything else you haven't told us? All right, it's coming out March third. Check it out. Look it up. It's gonna be a good, probably be a good show. I don't know. You don't tell know. me. You watch it. You come back. You let us know. Mm. What's going on in Britain? Anything Britain. Good? Sad news out of Britain. Sad news. Britain's oldest pub is closing. After a thousand two hundred and twenty nine years, that's a lot of years. Yes. So the oldest club or oldest pub in Britain is closing after financial difficulties because of this whole COVID thing. Okay. So the ye old Fighting Cock Pub <laughs> in St Albans, England. I think Quit I've laughing. Been there. I think I've been there. Mm-hmm. Good possibility. Announced on Facebook that it was closing permanently after financial problems made it worse by the COVID-19 uh, pandemic. The pub's website state the business first started pouring drinks in the year 793. Is that before or after Jesus? Well, it was didn't say B.C. Oh, okay. Right? Just a, 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 it just said 723. Is that A.D.? Well, that had been 1,229 years ago, so I think it was after Jesus. Maybe Jesus drank there. I don't know. Can we roll in with his Jerusalem cruisers? Could be. Possibility. Quit laughing. I'm already going to hell, so I might as well just wrap (laughs) the show up that way. Um, Along with the team, I have tried to keep everything in the pub going, but club manager, pub manager, I want to keep calling the club, Christo Tufali. Wrote on Facebook post. However, the past two years have been unprecedented for the hospitality industry and have defeated all of us who have been trying our hardest to ensure this multi-award-winning pub continue trading into the future. So, unfortunately, the pub is going away. It's gone. And I never got to go, you know, I've been over to England and all that yeah. stuff. I never, I never think- been there, but I'm sure I've read some jokes and seen this somewhere because yeah. obviously that oh, old yeah. of a place that's been around forever. Oh, so yeah. the Fighting Cocks. Isn't, isn't that the uh isn't that a school up north? Like the nothing school called that, the Fighting Cocks. Good possibility. But have you ever been? Have you ever been to a cockfight? Actually I have. Well see, I went one time and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna go. Some guys were like, Hey man, 
It's going to be a cockfight. It's going to be good. Come check it out. I was like, okay, well, can you enter this? Like, yeah, sure. Anybody can enter. I was like, oh, sure, whatever. So I get over there. I check it out. I look around. All these guys are holding chickens. I'm like, what are you doing? And they all had chickens. Why do you have chickens? And I throw the chickens out. I'm like, this is what happens. I'm like, what? I've been training for six months for this freaking cockfight, and you tell me it's chickens? That's the most ridiculous thing I ever saw. Oh, so great. needless to say, I did not enter. Mm. Well, we're going down the down the sink tonight. Might as well just go ahead and jump on the whirlwind, right? Go to Scotland? <laughs> go to Scotland. Let's see. Workers doing renovations in, in a Scottish golf course made a surprising discovery. A 95-year-old message in a bottle. Uh, it was buried in a bunker. The Golf House Club in Ely, which was established in 1875. So they were making some improvements on the fairway bunker on the ninth hole uh, when they found a bottle buried in one of the hazards. The workers looked inside the bottle, found a message written back of a Craven cigarette package dated 1926. It said here, let's see, we are here today, but we will be, we're, what? We're here today, but where will we be when this is found? We don't know. Good luck, what the message said. So Gavin Cook, the golf club secretary, looked into it and figured out who wrote the note. It was uh, T. Donald D. King and E. Uh, w. Eason. I wonder if that's who created the Eason Bats. They were employees at the facility in 1920. Uh, the workers buried, see, the workers plan to bury their own message in a bottle to see if it's found later once they get done. Oh, so so such a heartwarming story after all the other crap that we read tonight. <laughs> after everything else that was uh, weird. Speaking <laughs> of weird stuff, Olymp are you watching Olympics? You know what? So. Uh, <sighs> I've tried. I've, I honestly tried. We tried watching the open ceremonies, which I thought, yeah, if you turned the volume off, yeah, the opening ceremonies were awesome. Right. Like the whole sticks and the yeah. light and the floor and the dancing and all that stuff. It was amazing. What turned me off is every two seconds it had to be politics. It was political yeah. this, political that, and I just it just drove me crazy and I couldn't watch it. Well, so I, don't, I don't I don't ever watch the Olympics. I mean, yeah, I'm an, I'm you know USA. I'm American. I got flags for America. I'm here. Uh, even though I'm a, a European American, um, I just can't watch it. It's boring. I just can't watch. But as a European American born here in America, uh, I watch it. European American. Yes, but I was born here. Is if, that you, that if you're twenty-three, me again. Well, if, if you're an African American, you're born in America. You're an American, but you're an African American. You're a Mexican American, but you're born in America. Well, because because you have African descent or Mexico descent. Well, I've decided, since it's 2022 and you can be whatever you want, since I'm of European descent, I'm now classified as a European-American. Are you just doing it to get the free crack pipe? Uh, those are Americans only. Well, it's that nationality, though, right? I kind of. You know, the, I looked, you know when, I was, <laughs> when I was doing the story, looking up, trying to figure out, because this was brought to my attention when I was discussing writing the story, was... What is the actual intention of those pipes that people buy for crack pipes? And supposedly it's an oil, uh, oil-scented pipe. You're supposed to like light oils and for oil smells. 
Like vaping? I guess. I don't know. I got a guy at vapes and it smells like Fruit Loops every time he <laughs> walks into my office. So I, I couldn't tell you. I couldn't tell you. Speaking of walking your office, how about we get on the road? Let's do this. Let's throw this last uh, last Netflix in your face before we get out of here. So check this out. It's called In From The Cold. I watched the entire series uh, during the Ice Mageddon here in Texas. It's pretty good. It's about a single mother uh, from New Jersey. Her life turns upside down when the CIA arrests her and forces her to make choices and confront her long buried past. Uh, good show. Check it out. Check out Into the Cold, and after that, we're out. Come baby, we're here. Mom, cut it with the baby stuff. This is just a phase, right? I think they better be. Someone help me! They called her the Whisper. Five confirmed kills, all powerful people. But before we could put it all together, the Whisper was gone. Isn't that right? Anya Petrova, AKA The Whisper. No, you have to listen to me. I'm not who he says I am. Welcome back, Anya. Somebody out there is copying your old Whisper MO. The CIA wants to know who that somebody is. And if I refuse? You'll be spending the rest of your life in a maximum security prison. I do not like you. Yeah, I get that a lot. Yeah. All three victims here have a connection. Jenny, I'm reading hostiles right in front of you. I cannot believe we have to do this. You're the only human subject to ever survive what the Russians called the Yaroslav program. Becca told Maddie you keep disappearing and not coming home. What is the big secret? You act like you're some kind of secret spy or something. It's not what it looks like. Felipe Calero. And Lucetta. He's manipulating a right-wing nationalist group into perpetrating an act of terrorism. Viva España! Is your past coming back to haunt you? You really don't know when to quit, do you? You expect me to risk my life and my family for your personal vendetta. Becca. When this is all over, do I get to go back to my real life? I don't know.